Sorry if I broke your ears by singing that. Ooh, just got a text message. I'm really popular. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in again to No Plan B with Gianna B. Today is going to be a really fun episode. The second episode, we're going to get into day jobs. Um, because they're essential to living in Los Angeles if you're working as an actor or a comedian, or whatever the hell you're doing. I mean, a lot of people have regular jobs here that take up a lot of time. Um, But not me! (laughs) I have been working in day jobs since, when did I move here? 2017, yes. And actually, after the, I I quit, excuse me, (laughs) I quit my day job in a coffee shop two months before the pandemic hit because they're like, you can't take Christmas off. And I was like, "Mm." well, then I quit because I will not be in the country. This was Christmas 2019. Um, So I actually haven't worked in customer service since 2019. Oh, my God. Um, But we're going to talk about those customer service jobs because, oh, man, Um, is it hard? Is that hard? And boy, do people suck. So let's get into it. Let's talk about how day jobs are necessary, but they're a necessary evil and how people exploit you and et cetera, et cetera. Oh man, I have PTSD, as I'm sure everyone does. I always say you need to work one customer service job in your life. Um, you can always tell when like the Karens come in or the, the Chads, whatever we call them, the male version of Karens, and they, they've never worked customer service. Um, Because they treat you like doggy patootie, doggy (laughs) doo-doo. So, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, I started working, I worked my first job, I think I was, yeah, I was was going into my sophomore year of college. It was summer. My parents were living in Santa Barbara, so I worked at a Pinkberry. Um, Man, was that fun. Um, I think I got pretty fat eating all that yogurt. But all in all... That job wasn't too bad. I had a boss that was kind of cool. Um, A lot of homeless people would come in and steal the tip jar. That was weird. Then there was like a bar nearby and a lot of drunk people would come in late at night. We were open till like 9 p.m. That was weird. Anyways, I was only there for the summer. But that was like my first taste of like helping people. Most people were actually pretty nice, even though it was like the touristy part of Santa Barbara. Um... So, whatever. Pinkberry, fine. I'm pretty sure they're, like, bankrupt now, but whatever. Their tart yogurt was great. R.I.P. Um, and then the second job I had was, like, my junior year. I worked at a, was it Ruka or RVC? I've never known. Um, and, like, Billabong warehouse sales for a few months. 
Um, and that was the first job where I got called retarded. Excuse me for using that word. But um, yeah, that was fun. Um, it was a bunch of people that would stand in line for hours trying to get a sale. And, um, or a deal. And they were angry and people would literally like be fighting on the floor over a pair of shorts. And it was wild. Like I was, how old was I? Like 20 years old. And I was like, wow, I've been sheltered from this all my life. I've never seen, (laughs) I'd never been to like a, what is it? Black Friday sale. My God, these, these freaking people claws out. Um, anyways, I was trying to like return this thing for a woman and she's like, you're being retarded. You're a brat. And I was like, wow. And I'm a very empathetic, sensitive person. And I, I was sad. And the manager came over and he was like, I'll take care of it. I was like, good. Um, so yeah, I did that for a few months and I was like, wow. Okay. Um, maybe not going to do that again. So I didn't. Um, and then I think it was like half a year later when I decided to get into acting and luckily I didn't have to do any more like day jobs in college after that <laughs> college. <laughs> um, so I was just kind of bopping around. Oh, but you know what? I was also a nanny my sophomore year for this little girl who I think is in high school now. God, that makes me feel so old. Jesus Christ. Um, and, um, that was, that was weird. I would show up to work hungover because I was a degenerate a few times, but yeah, the family was fine. I tried to get a day off and then the mom yelled at me, you know, classic stuff. Um, but yeah, and then I decided to be an actor because why use your college degree for everything? So I moved up here and I'm pretty sure the day I moved up here, I had a friend that worked in a, um, a restaurant that was for rich moms and babies and I won't give the name, but it was owned by someone famous and it rhymed with schmo schmudge. People in LA have no idea what I'm talking about. And if you don't live in LA, you have no idea. But it was this restaurant where a lot of celebrities went with their children because it had a bar where the parents could drink and then a daycare room where the kids could be absolute a-holes. And I worked as a hostess and a daycare center worker. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, I had no idea what I was in for. The first day, I actually saw Blue Ivy Carter. Um, That was crazy. (laughs) I was like, whoa. Never saw her parents, aka Beyonce and Jay-Z, but I did see their nannies and their bodyguards. They would use the back entrance. Wow, what a time. What a way to grow up. Am I right? Um, That job was god-awful. Oh, my God. I was also a barista. Um, one time I messed up this one actress's order. I accidentally gave her regular milk instead of almond milk, even though I'm pretty sure it was almond milk. Um, and she's like, people have allergies. You could have killed me. And I was like, okay, okay. And then we had one worker there. She worked in the bakery and she was a very scary woman. And one time I didn't wash a dish, I guess, when I went to go wash the dishes and she came back and screamed at me and I started sobbing. God, was she mean to me? I don't even do anything to her. She just hated me. It was so bizarre. And there was such like a clicky little environment with like the people. It was a bunch of like really cool gay dudes that would go out together and like not invite other people. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but we had a lot of, a lot of things going on. I mean, more celebrities would come in 
one celebrity didn't even tip 10%, and he's a very famous person. Again, I won't name names because I don't know if you can get sued. I have no idea. Whatever. <laughs> um, and we had other people come in and just leave trash everywhere. Um, we had another celebrity's kid that tried to get into an event last minute. And I was like, no, you can't. It's sold out. And she's like, do you know who this person is? And so we had to like let them in and then they would complain. Um, I almost got fired because someone said I wasn't smiling during my shift and told my manager. I was like, what is wrong with you people? Like, what if I was just having a bad day and didn't smile at you? Like, I thought it was a pretty nice person. I had one lady call and say she didn't get her gift card and she was like, can I just get my money back? And I was like, okay, but do you want it? Like, do you want your gift card? Because I could like have a person send it to you right now or give it to you. And then she called me the R word. She's like, are you retarded? I was like, that is, that was so mean. That sticks with me today. I was like, how, you're a mother. Like, what is wrong with you people? Like, all these women would come in with their Gucci's and their Pradas and the kids wearing matching Gucci's and Pradas. I had no, like, I, oh my God. And they, I, we had this one mom come in and she bought $2,000 worth of toys out of like the front toy store there was in the restaurant. Like, holy God. <laughs> like, people fascinate me. Um... And then I started losing hours because, of course, a cute guy started working there and he was getting more hours because our manager liked him, I guess. I don't know. Um, so I quit. I quit that job. A lot of people quit that job. Um, actually, the restaurant before I came in was going through quite a hard time because the previous managers had stolen money, like $50,000 worth of money from the restaurant. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, that bankrupt, that what? That restaurant went kaput like two years ago. I laughed. I did. And then for my second job, I worked at a gym, which I actually loved. I worked at the cafe below that and then the gym on top. And that was also a place where a lot of celebrities went and people actually treated me very well and the rest of the workers very well. Um, we had good old Army Hammer come in. I'm not afraid to talk about him because <laughs> you're going through it already. What else can I do to ruin your life? But you know what? He was pretty nice, and I resent that, that he was a nice person. Um, we had a lot of other celebrities come in. That was really cool. That was like my first job where I was like, whoa, celebrities can be really nice. I bet they're going to give me a job right off the back. I thought I would be like auditioning all the time. So I was like, oh, I need a flexible schedule. I really wasn't. <laughs> I was literally just working all the time. Like my previous job, I was literally making so much money because I would just work. Like I wasn't even doing anything. So my suggestion is, sorry to go off topic, but if you're working in LA, just getting here, you need to be at working and acting too. You can't just focus on your job, which a lot of people do. A lot of people like get to manager positions and they're like, wait, I didn't come to LA to be a manager. What the hell? What the fail? Um, so, yeah. I mean, I was taking improv classes, which were great. Um, my coworkers let me leave work a few minutes early. My coworkers would get high all the time. We had people doing heroin in the bathroom, though, too. Oh, good old Beverly and Laurel. Um, but seriously, if you're in the area, check out Easton Gym. It's a really, it's the oldest gym in California. It's really cool. I don't go there because currently we have to wear masks to work out and... Um, that makes my face feel weird. <laughs> I can't breathe. So I hope I go back soon. I hope I don't have to work out in my living room for much longer and go for runs. Um, 
around town because that's just a, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I used to be really fit when I worked there, let me tell you. Excuse me. <clears throat> so, yeah, all in all, great job. But then the cafe went bye-bye, and so I had to get a new job. And I so I started working in a restaurant, a really slow restaurant as a hostess again. And all the waitresses hated their lives, and the waiters hated their lives, and the bartenders were cool. But they were like, you can't come back here. It's the bar. Like, you don't belong back here. I was like, what? Like, I couldn't even get a drink of water. And then they all started hitting on me, and I found out that they all, like, had sex with each other. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, does everyone have sex with their coworkers everywhere? Ugh! Um, so I actually quit that job in, like, four months. I had a friend pass away, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to take this time off and <laughs> leave because um, everyone's unhappy, and the restaurant was so slow. Like, I'd be standing at the hostess stand wanting to die. <laughs> so if you can work at, it like, a, I mean, it's hard to work at a busy restaurant, but, like, you can make a shit ton in tips. Oh, my God. Like, we had one of our waitresses work at a... Um, like a huge sushi restaurant and she would get paid like a thousand dollars by people to like get them a good seat which was pretty cool that's never happened to me <laughs> but you know there's a lot of rich people here with their mail order brides that's cool you do you fam um yeah so I quit that job and then um wow what did I do after that oh went back to a coffee shop Wow, this was my first taste of, like, why unions are important, <laughs> which I'm still not a part of one. I'm trying to be a SAG-AFTRA member. Did I mention that last episode? Maybe. I don't know. We'll get into that later. But this was, um, it was a chain in California. I'm not going to name names because I'm scared of them. Um, I knew a friend that worked there, and it was on Larchmont Boulevard, which was, um, which is, it still is a really great street, but it's full of rich families, Catholic schoolgirls, um, teenagers galore, um, babies. It's a, it's an interesting crowd. And on Sundays, they had the farmer's market there. So if you worked Sunday morning at this particular coffee shop, your life was hell. It went by quickly. Work did. But, um, yeah, it was like your entire body was was filled with coffee and sweat and tears because people, we had a really great customer base, but like those random people that were assholes. Oh, my God. We had one guy throw change at our faces. We had one guy spewing racist shit all the time. We had one guy, two homeless people that would always be on drugs. I mean, that's everywhere in L.A., but it was like, oh, my God. Um, so it's just, you always get such a mixed bag, but you have, there's so many entitled people on that street. Um, and there's so many entitled people everywhere. And this is why I say you need to work in customer service because you learn to deal with people and you have to grin and bear it. And oh my God, is that hard? Because, um, you realize that the customer isn't always right. You get told they are, um, but then you have to call it like, this is why I would never be a manager. I was going to be a shift lead. I was like, I don't want to be a shift lead because dealing with these people, like the shit that my poor manager went through. Um, she was a great woman. She, oh my God. I mean, the company treated her like shit. Customers treated her like shit. She was overworked, underpaid. I think we all were like the company didn't give a shit about us. And I feel like that's a lot of companies. Like it's very rare for a company these days to treat you well. 
which is really sad, especially in America. Like, what are we doing? What are you doing, Jeff Bezos? What the hell is your problem, Elon Musk? Apparently, it's bad to work there, too. I actually did a commercial for Peloton, and they're very happy. So I guess work for Peloton. I don't know. <laughs> um, Does this get me a free Peloton? Is this how advertising works? I don't know. Anyways, uh, um, yeah, the company didn't give a shit about our hours. Um, we were severely overworked, and we had to work through, like, there was always shit happening in the restaurant, and people were quitting left and right because it was just ridiculous. Like, they were not willing to listen to us. We had horrible workers that they would refuse to fire. And then when we would, like, complain, they would, like, try to get you to quit so they didn't have to pay you unemployment. Um, and then we tried to, um, like, what is it when, like, a, like, start a union? Like, we were, like, secretly, like, trying to get a union and they heard about it. Oh, my God. So that was just a disaster. Um, we had no idea. So everyone started quitting. Then the final straw was like, oh, you can't get Christmas off, even though it's like a month in advance because everyone wants Christmas off. And I'm like, okay, well, I can either quit or just not come into work. So I guess I just won't come into work. Um, which was great. So that makes the, you know, the last two weeks when you put your two weeks in the last two weeks are freaking great. Um, God, people, people are just so weird. I just like customers would just be like, we had one lady come in and she would demand that we make the coffee hotter. And I was like, well, we don't have a microwave. We'll put it in the microwave. We don't have a microwave. We'll make the milk hotter. Well, that'll spoil the milk. Like the customer isn't always right. If anything is a takeaway from this episode, it is that. Um, we had a guy come in that would get a nitro cold brew, which has more caffeine than a regular cold brew, and add six shots of espresso to it and 50 grams of sugar. Liquid, uh, actually liquid vanilla. Um, I don't know how he didn't die. We, like, kind of tried to warn him, and he was a very, very pissy man. Um, so, people suck. I've had people, one guy yelled at us because he thought we kept putting cheese on his burrito, but it turned out it was just chipotle sauce. Like, how dumb can you be? You didn't even try it. Um, yeah, he screamed at us, threw the food at us. I've had a lot of food thrown at me. <laughs> or, of, cu- of course, you get the people in LA that are like, is this gluten fra? Is this gluten fra? Is this sugar fra? What? Can you check the ingredient list for like 10 minutes? Because if I found out there's nuts in here, I'm gonna shut on you. Um, the amount of times I've had to look at an ingredients list. Oh my god. Like, you're not even celiac. You just hate yourself. (sighs) Or, of course, tipping problems again. We've had every Sunday a family come in and order so much food and screaming kids leaving trash everywhere. And they left no tip. Because I think they think that, oh, you went up and ordered and there isn't actually anyone taking your order at the table. I don't have to tip. Yes, you do! Jessica! Yes, you do. You're paying for a service. You tip. We're in America. I'm sorry. Go move to fucking Canada or wherever the fuck else. Like, you're annoying and you're part of the problem. And I know you're Instagram famous or whatever. I know you have money. You came in with a Mercedes or a Tesla. We're watching you. We're making notes. I'm gonna steal your credit card. No, I'm not. I mean, I would. No, I wouldn't. Yes, I would. And you just have to, like, you just, like, people have no, and especially over COVID, like, 
first of all, kudos to all the first responders and first, what is it, uh, essential workers that worked over COVID because I, I have no idea how you did it. I really don't. I look at workers today and I'm like, God bless you. This is why you always tip 20%. I've had people be like, go to a restaurant and everyone's like, oh, well, why doesn't America pay um, their workers better so we don't even have to tip? And then some restaurants do. They're like, yeah, 20% gratuity is always added. And then I've seen people complain about it. Like, you didn't deserve 20%. Like, don't go out to eat if you cannot tip well. What is wrong with you? Order or don't even know. Don't order because people don't tip their DoorDash Uber Eats people. Go to fucking Ralph's. Buy yourself a microwave pizza chicken dinner whatever and eat it because you suck and you don't deserve nice things okay well okay I'm ranting again um but yeah I just cannot believe people haven't even gotten nice over COVID like people have had to put signs up in their doors being like please be nice to us people get mad over masks now people get mad over vax cards um like we all saw that video of that guy, those people assaulting that hostess for asking for a vax card like, why are you going to New York City where they require vax cards just so you can assault people? Like, people want to start fights. If you're a Karen listening to this, I will fight you. I am a blue-green belt in karate. I also did fencing camp for a summer, and I won second place in the tournament. I'm very aggressive. Yeah, so I just have no patience for people anymore. I can't work in customer service. Maybe I'll get a remote job. I don't even know. Um... Because, you know, being an actor, it's always like, oh, you're an actor. What restaurant do you work in? <laughs> well, I'm manifesting better things, okay? But, you know, I probably will end up back in a restaurant. Who knows? Maybe there's some, you know, I live near some great restaurants. Um, but listen, if you feel like you need to quit your job in order to do your daydream, or your, you know, your dream job, which might be acting or anything, just do it. Because if it's right for you, it will happen. You'll make it work. And it's really scary to quit jobs because it's like that's secure money every two weeks. But I've seen people, like I said, they like get up to manager positions. They're like, why am I here? Like I'm making decent money, but I'm not acting. You know, I'm not even auditioning. So... You know, and this is goes for anyone in their 20s when we're trying to figure out our jobs. Like, if you feel like you're stuck, like, if I knew, if I was working in an office right now, I'd want to die. So, like, I would have to pivot, too. And I think a lot of people just are like, oh, my God, I'm making good money at this job. I can't leave. I'm going to work in a cubicle forever. And then your life turns into office space. If you haven't seen that movie, please go see it. And you're just sad and you have to go get hypnotized in order to feel better. So life is just really too short to be miserable. And God knows I was really miserable working in those jobs. And a lot of people are. So one, be nice. Two, if you need to quit your job and focus on what you need to do, maybe tighten your belt a little bit so you save better. Make sure you have enough in savings so you can invest in acting or whatever it is you need to do. And just go for it, man. Because when you're on your deathbed, if science hasn't advanced so far to, uh, you know, keep us alive, I'm convinced... Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk will never die. Those creepy, creepy people. Um, <laughs> you're going to look back and be like, shit, I wish I did more. And it's fucking scary. I know we all have fears, but we just got to push through it. So, yeah, you can do anything. I mean, I wish I had the balls to do OnlyFans. I really do. 
I know a woman from my hometown who was making like hundreds of thousands a year off of OnlyFans and was able to send her kids to school and buy a new house, um, which is crazy off of OnlyFans. I see a lot of people doing that now, which I don't even know if you can make a lot of money now since Bella Thorne or whatever her name is ruined it. Um, but yeah, there's lots of ways. I know a lot of girls that did stripping, a lot of girls that worked in nightclubs. I also know a lot of people that are in their 40s and 50s working in restaurants and do what you got to do. But most of them, most of them I've talked to are like, yeah, I've been trying to be an actor or they are acting for however long and I'm just stuck in this restaurant cycle and it's like at a certain point just leave because that restaurant they don't give a shit about you I'm sorry you could be working there for like 20 years oh and then you might have a shitty job where you know you it's not flexible at all and you have to do auditions and then it's like oh my god I'm missing these auditions where my boss sucks and she won't let me take off and all that, that's like what gives me anxiety is I was like, oh my God, if I have a job, I like can't take off for work. Everyone was like, oh my God, you're going to be auditioning all the time going like driving this way and then driving to Santa Monica, which isn't happening anymore. I think a lot more things are self tapes. Um, so the good part is you might have more flexibility now post COVID times because I don't think a lot of things are going back to IRL work, which is both good and bad. I kind of hate it. I want to throw Zoom off a cliff. Um, I'm still doing improv classes over Zoom. Oh my god. I, I'm sitting in my room trying to be funny to my computer. That's embarrassing. Anyways. Do what you gotta do. Move, move to Italy. A lot of people are moving to Italy. I don't know. Go live your fantasy. I often think about moving to a farm in Wyoming and having a horse named Bam Bam or Cherry Rocket and just living the simple life. I really do. But um, I don't think that's what God wants for me. So you just got to hustle. I guess in your 20s you hustle and then in your 30s you figure it out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or maybe you do. I don't know. I don't think anyone has anything figured out. But whatever lights your soul on fire, you need to go after that. Because again, I just imagine myself on my deathbed being like, oh, regrets. So just get no regrets tattooed on your forehead is what I'm saying. Because that'll motivate you. Okay? Okay. Well, that's it for my day job rant. So live your life, my babies. Be the best person you can be. Please be nice. Please tip 20%. And please work hard. Because we can all do it. Don't let that fear hold you back. I know that's way easier said than done. I'm scared shitless every day of life. But here I am in my closet facing my fears. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to No Plan B with Gianna B. Next Friday, you're going to hear another special, special episode. I hope. Um, you've been a great audience. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,